Welcome back, everyone. This is the Flow Track Podcast. I am Kevin. He is Gordon. Happy Halloween. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see that both Gordon and I are dressed to impress. I'm Mario. Gordon, you want to explain what you are? Well, why don't you explain what you are? Mario. Don't Easy you, enough. You're supposed to say, it's a me, Mario. Okay, let's try that again. Start over. It's a me, Mario. Where's whole, your whole family? Where's your mustache? Uh, that's the one missing piece. I didn't think I could podcast effectively with it because I have to talk so much. Well, you can't podcast effectively with the gloves. You have- well, I, I took one off so I could use the other hand on, on the computer. But I have – maybe I'll put I'll put it back on. Well, I don't need to use the computer throughout the pod. But people want to know about your costume. Your, who won before, your family was all Mario? Mario Kart characters because we're getting into Mario Kart in my okay. household. Wife is Luigi. Daughter is Princess Peach. Youngest son, Yoshi. Oldest son, Link. So tonight we're going to be rolling – as a Mario Kart crew. Mario Kart, you have a family? Great idea. Because you have so many characters to choose from. And everyone gets to feel like unique. Yeah. And everybody has a lot of options. So highly recommend it. Last year we were Ninja Turtles. Tonight we will be Mario Kart characters. But your costume, you've talked about it before. People may have seen the Instagram postings. It's it's provoking a lot of questions. Yes. So as you know, with my training for the dunking, yeah, I had to get an x-ray. Yeah. Because of the injuries that yes. I was obtaining from training. Yeah. And it turns out mm-hmm. I got that dog in me. There it is. You, know, you can see right here. You got that dog mentality. That dog mentality. Mm-hmm. Three dogs, actually. So. <laughs> You're basketball, too. I got my basketball. See, there's a dog. Boom. Yeah. I got that dog mentality. Got that dog in me. This is what you need. If you want to dunk a basketball yeah. in the year 2022, right before you turn 35. <laughs> you got to get that dog in you. And I got it. I just can't lose it. I had to the end of the year yeah. before I get I let give it up for adoption. You had your Halloween party the other night. What percentage of the people recognized your costume? Very understood. few. Okay. Very few people knew. Didn't go over uh, very well. Zero percent of the women knew what having a dog mentality it means. I think it's just a guy Well, they thing. don't know the internet meme. Yeah, it's they, don't, meme. Know the inter- they yeah. don't know the internet meme. I would say it's a sports culture internet meme, and they're like, okay – not good for the ladies. It's not a good uh, opener mm-hmm. if you want to talk to a, a, a person for the first time. Okay. For the men, though, there they, was a percentage that would see me across the room or across in the bar. No, I'm talking at, about your party. At my party. My, my party you had a bar. Oh. I mean, the, the, <laughs> How many people were in the room? The, the, like, the kitchen counter was the bar. Okay. You know, and they'd be like, hey, hey he's that's got the, the guy who's hosting the party. Yeah. And he has... Where's the bottle opener is what they say. No, they would uh, – <laughs> They would sit. They would bark. They'd be like, "Yo, you got that dog in you." Okay, like, that's right. I They've got seen that dog it. in you. In terms of sports memes, it's been one of my favorite yeah. for a while, and I don't know when it's going to expire, but I still see people using it. So I, I like it. I would have understood it 100. percent I mean, you were part of the planning process of it. But even if I didn't, like, I just I'm familiar with the meme. Yes. I'm not up on that many memes. That one I've enjoyed for for a very long time. Um, people get confused with the hospital gown. I'm starting to get confused with the hospital gown. Yeah, I, what would you have done differently if you could? Well, the hospital gown was supposed to say because I got my x-ray, but what I would have done differently is have a sports jersey, maybe a Phillies jersey, okay, and open it up, and I got that dog in me, but they didn't win last night anyway, so but my Phillies. Two nights ago. Two nights ago. We're not Phillies, doing this tape delayed. They're winning game three. The World tonight. Series? They're winning the World Series. Wow. That's the plan. All right. Well, welcome into the Halloween Spectacular, folks. We got some extra special graphics if you're watching live. Shout out to Cole. Put a spooky... 
spiderweb on there in addition to a pumpkin. This is going to be... This is a great... This is a spooky Halloween special. Yeah. This is... Last year we did costumes, too. But We're I, starting a new trend. Yeah. We do re- costumes like once a month. <laughs> Two years in a row, we really leaned into it. All right, what do you want to talk about first? It would be great if Halloween was like a, like once a quarter thing and not once a year. My son told me that last night. He said he was already sad it was over. I right? Said, it hasn't even happened yet. <laughs> well, there's so many activities around it that you yeah. get the buildup, too. So there's the parties, there's the trick-or-treating. Or, okay, we don't need four Halloweens, but what we do need is we need a institute dressing up to three other holidays okay it can't be christmas because that's too close to halloween and christmas is already big enough yeah so we need three other holidays where we can dress up for fair first one valentine's day you should start dressing up dress up okay like what is there a you dress up like is it just a costume situation every single time yeah okay there's no theme yeah just dress up so like people are going on it's like the ultimate couple's costume it's like couples costume only. Oh. What this if you're Valentine. not in a couple? What do you do then? And you do like the I'm not in a couples costume costume. Okay. Yeah. Very meta. So, and then uh, definitely 4th of July. Yeah. Easter, right? Easter. Easter. Everybody's a rabbit? Everyone's just a rabbit. Okay. It's like you can only do rabbits. It's a rabbit only. Interesting. It's big and, and you know, 4th of July. That's American though. So I don't know. I'm workshopping it. If you guys have any ideas, we just need to, mo- we just need to have more reasons to dress up. Especially when we're in our 30s. I didn't even notice this. You actually have a hospital bracelet yeah. on too. Yeah, like look at the date. Really? Look, I got I got the x-ray October Paid 31st. Paid attention to the detail. Oh, okay. And it turns out I got that, that dog in me. I got that dog in me. So my my experience with dressing up this weekend was, was interesting because I went to a birthday party for my son. And the invitation said, oh, yeah, you know, dress up, costumes encouraged, and then – after the party, we're going to – because it was also an event at the school. Everybody's going to go over to the event at the school because they're all basically in the same yeah. class. So I interpret it as parents too wearing costumes. And I'm kind of new to the Halloween thing just in terms of going all in on dressing up because yeah. now my kids are into it. So I buy this stuff. My philosophy is I want to wear it as many times as possible. Get so when Bang for your buck. Exactly. These cost like 40 bucks. Um, so – when it said costumes encouraged, I said, all right, I'm interpreting. Let's do it. That's not just the kid, yeah. right? That That's me as well, too. Okay. And you got to know this about it. It wasn't a birthday party at someone's house. It was a birthday party at a public park. And okay. this is two days before Halloween. You go out there on the streets today, you're probably going to see a few people walking. Oh, look, it's Dracula, whatever. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's part of the fun. Like, they're going into the grocery store and they're dressed as, as a witch or something. But two days before, there's not that many people who are just walking around through public parks with costumes on. There was when I got out of the car <laughs> and I go over to the party and maybe 20, 30 parents there for the first five minutes didn't see a single other parent dressed, dressed up. up in a costume. Luckily, by the jungle gym, there was one. <laughs> Tried to stay close to her for as long as possible. So it's just like, yeah. But then it got sort of weird because then you're trying to have a conversation with – you see like three dads. And you're like, oh, I'm going to go join the dad group and flannel, flannel, flannel. It's Mark. me. You know, it's, it's kind of a strange sort of situation. And a lot, I didn't know a lot of the people. So it's a medium for the first time. It's like I'm the guy who takes the invitation literally. When uh, you were on the cross-country team, yeah, did you dress up? Or practice when it was Halloween? No, I wasn't big into it. I'm telling you, I wasn't big really? into it until recently, yeah. Oh, my. We always did that, and I hated it because... What were you? I, I don't even... I, I, I hated it. I wasn't anything. I was just like... I was always like... Why did you hate it? 
because I don't like you running in run. a cut. Yeah, you're running yeah. in a costume. You're sweating. Like yeah. I can't run in this thing. Yeah, yeah. Like I may have that dog in me, but I can't <laughs> run. I just got the X-ray. I'm a little weak in the knees. But like there was always people. Like it's easy for the the girls because they just wear their tights, and then they're always just like I'm on. 80s girl and they put their hair in pigtails or like yeah yeah or like you wear a tootsie right i'm a barbie or whatever a oh a tutu tutu tootsie that's it i don't yeah tutu, tutu, i don't know same thing like a ballerina like it was a lot easier for the guys it just we uh it was we just didn't we didn't do a good at job but it was always the women were always good at owning yeah. halloween on cross-country practice versus the men yeah someone in the chat wants to know why is the left side of gordon's hair shaved and I'm looking at the feed. It does look. I've like been it. saying this, huh? Okay, what about what about the right side? Is the right side shaved too? Stay on that. Stay that way. I gotta see it as it looks oh, on look the camera. Look right there, right there. I got a haircut. That's why. It just looks well, weird because I'm wearing a headband. Take the headband off for a second. Does it still look like his head is shaved? Mm-hmm. I guess not. But like, look at that. Yeah, you, it? yeah. It looks like you're dressed as eleven. That looks like a mohawk. It's yeah. Kind of badass. It just adds to the confusion. Yeah, too, because it's like that guy didn't have that haircut before. Is that part of the costume too? Have you ever cut your hair for a costume? No, I haven't. All right, this is a great podcast. This is the spooky Halloween special spectacular, twenty twenty two edition. <laughs> All right, what what do you want to start with? Do you want to talk about athlete costumes? Do no, you want no, to talk we'll, about we'll, spooky things. Do you want to talk about news? Let's do some news. We'll start news. Okay. Headlines. Do, 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 do. Something spooky happened. Yeah, it was so scary. They canceled a track meet. Well, the most predictable cancellation yes. ever. You predicted this. Yeah, I guess a couple months back. Yeah, I because did. you and me were talking about, hey, let's figure out what track meets we want to go to mm-hmm. in 2023. And then I was Googling. I was like, oh, World Relays is this year. Yeah. 2023. Let's go to the World Relays. And you were like, Gordon, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Well, let's... everything's getting canceled in China. Yeah. And it's in so... Guangzhou. So the 2023 World Relays have been postponed to 2025 now keep in mind nanjing was supposed to host world indoors in 2020 that meet has yet to happen it went from 2020 to 2021 and now it's going to be 2025 glasgow is going to happen before 2024 is going to happen before the 2020 world indoors if you've been keeping track are they going to still call it the 2020 world indoors the same way they call like the olympics the 2020 olympics when you google it it still comes up like that same wikipedia page someone's been doing a lot of editing on it like (laughs) keep changing the date keep changing the date but yeah i mean anybody's been following the news with the covid lockdowns in china this isn't surprising at all i love the meat like i like the world relays i think it's a fun meet i think it's great when the superstars show up but even when they don't show up, and if you get just a sprinkling of the top people, you get a couple great moments. Yeah, and it's fun to watch. And yeah, relays are one of the favorite parts of any track meet, so it makes sense when you put the fastest people in. It's going to be awesome. So this is a bummer, and there's no other replacement. Like, there's not going to have the world relays yeah, this year. There will be one in 2024, though, but yeah. that host site won't be known till November 30th. Yeah. So end of this month, they'll announce the 2024 hosts. Yeah. Who would you want to host the 2024 World Relays? Well, if logistically it works out, Bahamas or some in the Caribbean. Like that, they did a great job, I thought. Okay, but not, you can't repeat. New host. Oh, new host. Philadelphia? Maybe if they win. Um, that would be cool, man. New host? No. Let's go somewhere else. Let's go. Imagine if the Penn Relays became the World Relays. Let's go, Kenya. That would be cool. Let's go Kenya. Kenya? The sprint times at altitude. 
would be great. That would be good. The distance times don't matter anyway because it's a distance relay. Yeah. Right? So who, altitude, it, it'll be rough on the lungs, but yeah, let's do it in Kenya. Kenya. Would it be like a, a very beautiful, like what's like an exotic or like very just like scenic type location? I mean, you could do like in the Mediterranean or something. Yeah. Right? Do it out New in Zealand. The, New Zealand? Yeah. Follow, fun. follow the trail to Mordor yeah. afterwards too. Yeah, I I like the meat and they use it for qualifying too. So now that they don't have that. So how how are people qualifying for the 2023 World Championships now? They're taking the eight finalists from last year's World Championships in Eugene, combining with the top eight times on the descending order list this year. So we got our first group of official qualifiers for the 2023 Budapest World Championships? Well, and those ones were always going to be in. The difference is instead of relying on the World Relays finalists, they're going to go descending order okay. list this year. So I guess it's an opportunity for some countries to, to try to make it, but... I just, I mean, we're in October, right? Or November, basically, now. This They had to have known this is coming for a long time. There's no other way to come up with a backup host. It just shows you that... They're not it's, prioritizing. It's, it. it's really a drain. It's, it's a big ask to, to say, hey, can you host a global track meet with all these countries involved? It's not a thing. It's not like rescheduling your 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 school's league meet, right? You ha- There's so that much that be, goes into it. That can be... Taxing too. The amount of parents involved. Yeah, but this is the amount of governing bodies and getting the visas. We saw how big of an issue that yeah, was for, for Eugene last year. Like it, it, it's a tough ask, and I think people aren't going to raise their hand unless they're going to be making a lot of money off of it. And we know that that's not usually the case with these meets. So I would love to see. What if it. Eugene hosted? Well, and that's what I'm thinking. Or just London, like a place that's hosted stuff recently with people from all over the world, like just re up and and and, and get it going. But or- I get. Paris could host to like prep for the Olympics. Yeah, I just, I yeah, it, it's it's frustrating because if you like the meet, you want to see the meet happen regardless of whether or not one country can't host it. Especially a country that we thought was going to have this issue, and it turns out that they actually do. I they should have kept, kept it simple. In my, I mean, you went to War Relays, so you're a better yeah expert on it's this. Amazing. Than I, am. I went there yeah. twice. In Bahamas. Just run it back. I don't. Maybe they didn't want to keep doing it, but. I would yeah. have kept it there if they wanted it. Oh, just that's just how it's going to be. Like, World Relays belongs to this country. We're going to keep going there. It's close to a lot of places. So it'll be like the Masters. Exactly. Exactly. Be like be, Augusta. Be like NCAA Outdoors. NCAA yeah. Outdoors. <laughs> Same thing, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I mean, I remember the Ryan Bailey over Usain Bolt moment, right? That was a that was a cool World Relays race. You remember, I mean, they had some. Some four by twos. Kyle Merber made a lot of money breaking yep. all his world records and, and DMRs and stuff like that. I don't know. It's just a it's a cool break from the normal just Diamond League Continental Tour type meet and to have it go away. I think is uh, is bad for track and field fans. I have an idea. Yeah, let's do indoor world relays. All right, I'm listening. Four, right. just a four by four. That's it. A DMR. No, you do DMR. Yeah, you do four by eight. Well, you do four by four. I got bad news for you. You though. do a four by two. The World Indoor Championships isn't happening until 2024 either. And then so. you do four by 60. Okay. Oh, you run it like shuttle hurdle? Shuttle hurdle, right? This. Shuttle hurdle have, style. Oh, we'd have to go one at a time. You don't have enough lanes, do you? Oh, you have eight? Yeah, you have eight. Yeah. Four, four, four v four. Who would be on your uh, four by 60 men's relay? So that'd be cool, though. They should start far apart and then move close together. 
Yeah, so then the final yeah. the anchor leg is in four and five. That'd be cool. So one eight, two seven, three six, four five. There'd be a lot of accidental false starts. <laughs> You'd have to time that thing perfectly. Who would be on my four by sixty for the US? Yeah. The men? The men. Uh gotta go Coleman. And order, go. order. Who's lead off? Who's lead off? Um well they're all it doesn't matter because they all have to start. Yeah, they have a good start. No yeah. one's no one's getting the baton when they're moving. Coleman, Bromel, Bracey. If Baker's healthy, healthy, Baker? maybe. About Williams. Oh, I like. Yeah, okay. I'll go with that. Jamaica women. I go Frederick Price. <laughs> Elaine yeah. Thompson. So basically, the four by one. Yeah. yeah, it's not not terrible. Well, no, because four by one, I'd put Lyles in there because the flying start would matter. Yeah, but, but Lyles would 60. not be in the four by six. No, no, not in a four by sixty. Would Michael Norman be in it? That's the question. You would put him in it. You'd put him in the shuttle hurdles. So that's our uh, story about the world relays. Sorry, man. I know you wanted to go. I did. I wanted to go. I, I, I had t- already booked my ticket. I remember back in 2020, we were planning that year before the pandemic started, and Lincoln was dead set on going to World Indoors in Nanjing. And then when that stuff first – we first heard the news about early coronavirus, I thought, I don't know if that's happening. Because I thought at that point, okay, not everything's probably going to get canceled, yeah. but some stuff's going to get canceled. And then in pockets. Yeah. We all know how that ended up. You wanted to talk about the Frankfurt Marathon. Yes. Gordon, tell us. Uh, interesting story happened. Frankfurt Marathon, which was live on Flowtrack. You can watch the replay on flowtrack.com if you want. Uh, unique situation. The pacemaker mm-hmm. finished second. He paced through 30. He was supposed to go through 30K or 35K, but yeah. obviously he went through all 42K. <laughs> and he finished the race. And he got second. Uh, I'm not sure... If he got prize money for a second, I haven't looked into the details, but a lot of times there's always been issues with certain marathons where, like, oh, technically the prize money situation only goes to a certain person if you're eligible, but this guy should be eligible. He ran with the elite field. He is an elite. He was paid to be a pacer. Oh, yeah. But the question is, if you're a pacer and you finish the race and you get second, do you have to return your pacemaking money? No, you shouldn't have to. You helped out. Yeah, but you did like, both jobs. Just because you did both jobs well doesn't mean you get you have to give the money back for one job. No, this is yeah. But if you're like did he a waiter, it? if you're a waiter, yeah, and your job is to serve tables, but then you're also playing the violin in the restaurant. No, if you can do both well. No, if you're a waiter and you're serving tables, but then you eat the appetizer. No, he's not eating the appetizer. Yeah, he's taking the second place prize money. That's not there. They should have got, you know what, a little bit more of this. And more them. dog in there? Yeah, this is Samuel Niami Milu, by the way. 207-19. Bremen Kipkarur Miso won it, but Milu was, was was the rabbit who got the win. No, he did his job. What did it say in the contract? Get him to 30K? He did that. After that, he's free. He can do whatever he wants, and he decided he wanted to get second. He should get paid for both. How would you feel, though, if you got third in this race and you lost to the pacer. Embarrassed, I would not but, lose the pacer. But hold on. Argument's sake, how would that person – like when you're when you're in a track meet, right, and mm-hmm. the pacer is out front yeah. and you're trying to win the race, but you know the pacer is in front, you yeah. don't think about needing to catch that person because you're like, oh, he's the pacer. Yeah. I'm like in good qualifying position because that person up there is going to fall off the track. Yeah. This person didn't <laughs> fall off the track. He stayed. So like – isn't it unfair to the third place finisher to be like, I thought that guy was going to, I would have ran faster if I would have known that he was going to finish the race. I think by 40K, you should have figured out something was up if he's still in it, and then you should go catch him. 
By the way, but you know what I mean? Because you could probably think like, oh, he's just you know. Oh, I get he's it. He's doing a Nick Willis where he paces a fifteen hundred through fourteen hundred and fifty meters. Okay, that's fine. But they should have done their research and understood that this guy's good and he's going to stand. Show the finish again one more time, Colt. I love the Frankfurt Marathon. Yeah, finish. it's like an indoor marathon. Yeah, it's got all the lights and all the flair of like it's like professional wrestling when they come through this thing. It's pretty awesome with the with the strobe lights and running down the red carpet. Maybe yeah, he, got, like he got expired. He, he probably wanted to f- like experience that finish, and yeah. that probably kept him going. He could have dropped out earlier, and he said, "You know what? I want to do the indoor finish." I still think there's an argument for this guy in third. He's like, "Wait a minute." I thought he was going to pull off. I would have started my kick earlier. Nah, he's he don't got anything left. Look at he's starting. There's no kick there. Nah, that's he. He still ran. This guy ran Duresse Galetta two oh seven thirty. So he lost by eleven seconds. I'm saying the There's pace. A, the pacer puts themselves at such a disadvantage because you know why? They're pacing the race. Shouldn't lose to him if you're in that field. Unless the pacer happens to be E. Kipchoge with a fake mustache or something like that. Then you can lose to him. I don't know, man. I think there is a little bit of a unfair play there. I mean, I don't care. I'm just trying to be on the devil's side of the argument. Because it is a spooky Halloween special. Sony needs to do it. Spooky, spooky. Sony needs to do it. Uh, in the chat, all in the game says, did a blind man do Gordon's haircut? Okay, guys. <laughs> what's going on here? It just looks bad when they go to the side and have a headband on. It looks fine straight on. I trust Gordon. You thought my hair looked fine. I mean, yeah, I, I, I didn't notice it. Gordon would be the type of guy, though, who would say, we know when the person, when the barber finishes and they say, hey, is that, is that good? You'd be like, I have some notes. Whereas I No, always, I am not that guy. I'm I not, always get self-conscious. I'm like, that's fine. And then I have yeah. to go redo it at home. Ask my wife to fix it up. Yeah. But no, I don't I, go to the high-end places like you do. I go to Bird's Barbershop. It's a little, it's more high-end than mine. Mine's not a sponsor. They Ooh, give you a swanky. beer. <laughs> it's not swanky. Colt, come on. You're giving people... Colt calls. doesn't get haircuts, so he doesn't... Yeah, Colt's never cut his hair. Right? It's true. Yeah. He's still... Yeah. Colt, when's the last time he had a haircut? Like three years. Three years? It's... I think it's literally before the pandemic. He's waiting for the pandemic to come down. Started. You know, Colt, like, you can... The, the hair shops are open now. They're not still closed. <laughs> right? You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. I've okay. given up at this point. It's too late. Wait. When you're I saw it up, you, you're gonna you're gonna grow it out forever. Um, hold on though, Colt. That's only three years worth. I feel like it would have been even longer. Maybe you had a buzz. Yeah, I mean, it's super How? curly. It's super curly. Okay. So like, if you stretch it out, it's like down to mid back, but it usually is just like shoulder length. It's got like slinky hair. Okay, you know, I believe you. All right, next on the rundown, what do we got? And I can't believe you just brought up that. So like. Making fun of my haircut. That like was that. in the comments. I'm going to be self-conscious now okay, for the I'll rest read, of my no, no. life. I'll read more in the comment. Uh, more comments. All in the game. Again, Canadian Alicia Brown splitting 48-1 at the 19 World Relays with one of those surprises. And then CowBob76, bring on the NCAA chat. Oh, So I'm reading all the comments. We already did the NCAA chat. Yeah, we talked about we talked about NCAAs. We're going to update the rankings for Wednesday show. Wait, they're not updated yet? No, I was busy. We already said what the watching. rankings were. One stand. Yeah, no, like two five. BYU. No, five through twenty-five will three. come through on Wednesday, and then also the individual rankings. What if you come up with the numbers and they're different than what you said on the pod? What's the truth? So that's uh, that's possible. Okay, I haven't done the calculations, but it's possible. Don't what I said Friday. It was just a 
initial reaction. It's You're not, not held tr- responsible for that? I'm not held responsible for that. In the court of law, that can't be held. It's like <laughs> attorney-client privilege. It's podcasts, we all audience heard privilege. We all heard it, though. All right. I don't know. There's no way, though, it'd be different, would it? There is a way it could be different. Yes, 100%. I mean, those four, likely not, but the, the changing two to three and three to two, that could happen. Mm. I think you'd be way off if you did. Man, my... Mario's... You, uh, actually, you actually bought real... Overalls, yeah. Overalls? Yeah, I didn't have any. Do you have overalls? Didn't I ask you for some? I no. asked around a bit for people, and they said no. And I yeah. said, all right, I got to buy them. You bought real overalls. That's what I'm saying. That's why I wanted to wear it, wear it a bunch. Hence why it was a, at a park in Austin. You should wear these to Stillwater on Saturday. Should I? Yeah. They're really big because I wasn't sure on sizing because I never purchased one. Like, Bring this to cross country. I look like a 90s kid. Like for the wear, pants. wear this to NCA cross country. Just because it's in Oklahoma and yeah. they wear overalls. Yeah. They do have a lot of pockets. have a cowboy hat. Yeah. This would be perfect. You got to totally do it. If not, I'll do it. Should I do a bit? I'll, I'm tall. Will they fit me? I'm tall. No. Let's make it happen. 32 length. Yeah. You're 32? Yeah. There's no way you're 32. Yeah. Stop telling people then that you're 6'2". I'm 6'3". Then there's you should be wearing 32. I got a long-ass torso, bro. Okay. <laughs> Michael Phelps my, my over torso, here. My torso. Look at this. I got – how do you fit three dogs in this torso? All right? Like Stupid. it's very – you need a long torso to have all these Stupid. dogs in you. Uh, Beef Boy says costumes are fire. So there's some positivity in the chat. Yeah. They're not all making fun of not your haircut. So much. Haircut, not so much. All right. Because right. Gordon goes to a fancy haircut place, guys. <laughs> They literally cost like $25. No. I don't believe that. Yeah, so much. Maybe pre-pandemic it cost that. No, they cost 25 bucks. That's I think Lincoln goes there too. All right, what else do you want to talk about? Um Do we do our spooky takes or talk about some notable Halloween costumes? We do spooky takes. I know you love this segment. This is my favorite segment. Go ahead, spooky take. All right, so I was trying to come up with a fun little Halloween themed Yeah, we get it. Conversation spooky. point. We got it. So, hence, spooky takes. And I was like, spooky. When you think of the word spooky, that means, like, scared, right? So, I want to think of what is something that, you're, that you kind of have, like, a fear could happen. And a fear could happen means, like, something that we, you know, people aren't expecting. You're like, yeah. it might go south. It might, not, it might not be as great as we thought. It might be or scared, like... In a positive way, it might actually be better than we thought. But like, what's like a okay? It's kind of like a surprise. Like I can tell you, like one. I'll say an example that's not true. Like a, an example that isn't spooky. Like, hold on. Here's an example that doesn't that applies but isn't true. Like I could be. I'm scared that Cindy McLaughlin won't succeed at the flat four hundred. Hmm. Like, yeah, that would suck. That would be yeah. scary, right? Because yeah. that means like we built her up to this great transformative athlete and then she goes to the 400 flat and she peeks out at 49 flat and we're like what we thought you were gonna she's throw- only good with a baton yeah. in her hand well, for some reason she just start. can't right we thought uh, you know we thought you were gonna run 47s and you're running 49s right yeah now that's not gonna happen but that would be scary wouldn't it be scary if sydney was running 49 and not 47 yeah so or mondo mondo never prs again that would okay. be kind of scary because we're so used to seeing it yeah what is something that you're scared of in the next 12 months for track and field? I've said this one before, but I'm scared of the men's formula hurdles getting a fully healthy big three to the start line. 
not just once, but hopefully two or three times in 2023. So you're scared it won't happen? Yes, I'm worried because now that we've had a Dos Santos gold, everything should be on. Like it should be an amazing year for the men's former hurdles. It should be a couple of years actually because those guys still have a lot more to give. And I'm worried some freak accident is going to happen, some injury, something is going to spoil the big three. That's what I'm scared about. Yeah, I could see that. Because especially with Rye, he's not been 100%. And Rye hasn't been 100%. Carson, obviously. Carson, yeah, and then maybe it's going to be Dos Santos's turn. Like, that, that trio is incredible, and we've obviously never seen them all at their peak at the same time because Dos we, Santos just got there. And yeah. he, he got there at the exact same time. Warholm we saw was two at the back. peak at the same time. Yeah, we see this sort of rotating. And then we're not yeah. seeing them run against each other that yeah. much either, which is another problem. But I, I put that in a separate bucket from just scary and more just uh, that's track. They're not going to race against each other a lot. But I just want full health for the big three next year. And I'm scared that something is going to happen to okay. prevent that. I'm scared that maybe the U.S. men's sprinters have all PR'd already. I've all run their lifetime best. They're all going to end with a 976. Yeah. They're going to have tie tie them. I'm, I'm worried that like all the the the, the, the top group of five to six sprinters in both the 100 and the 200. Yeah. Combined. have all already run their lifetime best. Yeah. Because I want to see Lyles run something faster, right? Mm-hmm. Go for bolts mark. I want to see all the 976 guys Flirt, try to get to Tyson's gaze record, right? Obviously, world record, but that's not happening, apparently. You think it is? I thought it was. Don't I stop believing. I think it is, right? But I'm scared that maybe they, they're they on the downswing and that it's going to be a new group of people yeah. who are in their early 20s who are going to take the mantle by 2025. So I'm concerned that maybe we saw the best and we saw the peaks. Yeah. And that sucks because once you see one peak, you want to see more peaks. Like I want to see Lyle's peak again. Mm-hmm. I want to see Sydney peak again. I want to see my, I want to see all these great peaks that we saw in 2022 just go even higher. Yeah, yeah. But there's a chance that doesn't happen. Another one that's also a callback, the standards and what that does for the sport too. Like I'm a little scared about that, like the, the time qualifying. You're scared of the standards? I'm not because I don't have to run the time. <laughs> but just – I don't want to be in the situation where we're, it's just this big, long math equation to figure out who's in worlds all the time from the U.S. Other countries, they have a little more straightforward because the depth isn't the same. But I'm, I'm a bit worried about that. Oh, they're going to go here and accrue some more ranking points and run there. It just to me, it's, it could be – there could be some growing pains with that system and we could feel them the most in these next couple of years. And then end up in a situation where we're trying to just yeah. And it really only is on. an issue for certain field events and distance events. It's not really an issue in sprints. Like U.S. is so good from the one to the four, yeah, and including hurdles that like there's never points needed. Yeah, all- I just like USA's is my point. Yeah. And I the the events that bother me the most at USA's are the ones where they all don't have the standards. You're like actually. First, fourth, and seventh in that punch their ticket to the world championships or to the Olympics. So I, I like USA's. I like first three finishers making it within the current system. And I'm 
worried a bit that that would not maintain. But you're right. It would only be in a few events. And right now it's only in a few events too. So those events already are kind of complicated. So what you're saying does ease some of my fears of it's just going to be the same same issues again. All right. All of our spooky things have been kind of negative. Like we're scared of like bad things happening. Yeah, yeah. So here's one where people need to be scared of this person mm. because this person in 2023 is going to have that dog in them. Mm-hmm. You know why they're going to have that dog in them? Huh. It's because they are a dog. Oh. Literally. They're a bulldog. Oh. I'm talking about Matthew Bowling of Georgia. Oh. <laughs> you wrote him off last year. I'm writing him back in okay, because he's got that dog mentality. He okay. he ran well. I, like obviously he wasn't like the superstar winning titles. Yeah, because other people were doing it. But like he he showed consistency. He showed a, a new baseline for me that I think is like going to propel him to that next level. He had yet to do the incredible Joseph Fombula type performances. Well, what is success for him? Is it just the NCAA title? Or are you talking about making a team? Because making a team, it's really tough sledding. Making a team. That's me hard because it's like you got to be. You have Lyles, you have Knighton, and then you have the guy who you think is going to win the gold medal next year in Ari Knighton. Or there's in, a spot in, open. in Kenny Benarek. Yeah, it's but the Frank Curley spot. Okay, but there's a lot of other guys right there. Yeah, but like I would say that there's three locks in my opinion because I think again I think Kenny B's winning worlds, uh, but Lyles, Knighton, and Kenny, and then that fourth spot I think is the wild card. Like. I don't I think it's unreasonable to think Fred doesn't make it because Fred will be so like he's gonna be all in on the hundred too. Like it's not gonna but be. But he a was dis- this year. I think he'll go back to the two. And I think yeah, he'll be but like at the, the end of the day, like if he's the the pressure for him to make, he knows he's not winning world championship two hundred meter title. But I think he's gonna try for that because that's the next step for him. No, the next step is for him to break the American record at the hundred. You think so? It's not to win. Well, I think it's if, not to win gold in the two hundred. He's probably thinking both. I think he wants a double. What got, do you think is more important to him? Winning I, – oh, I, I think his priority is gold 100. I think his second priority is PR in the 100. I think his third priority is making the 200-meter team. And I think his fourth priority is meddling in the 200. Oh, I think he wants double double gold. I think he probably wants that more than American record. Because he can get that anytime. He's not getting double gold. You can get – and I think he knows that. Well, most people aren't, but they still try for it. All right. AJT says Matthew Bowling's best chance to make a team is literally a long jump. Yeah, but I think – I'm telling you, he's going to have – he's going to be the star of NCAA. He's going to dominate NCAA. There's no Fombula anymore. Like he's going to PR indoors. He's going to PR outdoors. He's probably going to break the collegiate indoor 200-meter record. Like yeah. He's going to do a bunch of stuff, and I think he's going to have that, that dog in him. <laughs> And people need to be scared of Matt Bowling. I'm telling you. They need to be scared of Matt Bowling. Who should someone else be scared of in 2020? Well, the event as a whole is pretty scary right now, the women's marathon. Like, that's that's what I picked. I got that. Let me pull up the top 10 list here. Women's marathon. To get in the top 10 right now, you need to run 218.05 for 2022. There's a really good chance. By the end of December, by the end of the year, when we have Valencia in there. A 217 will be outside of top five. Yeah. Top 10. Yeah. Like a 217.59 may yeah. not be in the top 10. Or at the very least, we're going to have like 218 flat is going to be the best. Thing. So you look at the times there. There's 218 flat, number seven. 218.03, number eight. 218.04 is number nine. And then 218.05 is, is 10. So yeah, it would take, I guess it would take five women to run faster 
than 218 in Valencia to get it done. But I mean, people are talking, you know, world record for Gaudet. Some people are even thinking, you know, 212. If she does that, then it's not unrealistic to think the top five is going to go under 218. But even still, say that race doesn't even happen. This is a scary good event right now. 218.05 is number 10 in the year. I like that. Here's another spooky. This is a question. This is who should be more scared? Hmm. Who should be more scared that they're not going to win the NCAA title in cross country? Caitlin Tui or Nico Young? Nico Young? That's not a tough question. So you think Nico should be more scared of the Stanford trio? Yes. Than Caitlin Tui should be a Parker Valby? 100%. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think Tui should be more scared of Parker Valby than... Tui's number one. Nico's not number one. So it's, that's just the fact right now. Yeah. No, no, hold on, hold on. But the definition of number one for Tui is based off of just projection of knowing her talent. We don't have a true understanding of... Has she lost this year? Yeah, has she raced Parker Valby? Has Nico lost this year? Yeah, he's lost to one of the Stanford guys, and yeah. that's it. Yeah. But, like, he barely lost. He like, got outkicked at the end. He didn't get dominated. Parker Valby hasn't been close to anyone. Tui's not losing. Tui's not You're losing. Nico can Tui, win. Nico can win. You should be more confident in Nico winning than Caitlin Tui. But you're going to put out rankings this week, unless you're just going to be a contrarian, that have Tui won, and Nico's going to be somewhere between two and I don't know if Tui's going to be one. I think both Nico and Tui will be two. You th- Okay. Well, if that's the case, then it's a legit question, but... If it's not, then it's sort of weird to say who's more likely to be upset. The person who's right. I just think one, Parker Valdi is better, in, uh, uh, is better than Charles Hicks and Kai Robinson. Wow. Now, obviously, head to head. No, I, I was I wasn't reacting to that. I'm just Hicks is really good. Robinson ran really well. Bobby's running. I th- yeah, no, they're they're both good. I think Tui Tui is better than Nico Young. Well. Yeah. Really? Like head to head? She's got the NCAA title, man. She, had that, she has that dog in her. Yeah, she does. She does. After she lost, uh, they lost Penn Relays. Been on a tear ever since. That's true. Yeah. I don't, yeah. That's, to me, that's an easy, easy question. I knew that. Uh, I'd be more, everybody would be more surprised if she loses than if. I knew that loses. Kaylin Tui had that dog in her after NCAA indoors. Second. Second? Yeah. Yeah. Because I saw her, like her reaction. She was so pissed. Mm-hmm. She's like, gosh. Like what? The, she was like, because she felt like, all right, I'm healthy, I'm here, I should win. This is my moment, and then she didn't get it, and she didn't get it twice. Yeah, and you could just see it, like this, like she was just like, I am not going to let this happen again. Then it happened again at Penn Relays. Yeah, and then she was really like, all right, it's no one. I'm ta- I'm taking any like it's but it's, it's over. F- and then she won NCAA outdoors, and now she's dominating cross country, but. But it still felt like she was ahead of schedule when she got second in both of those. Yeah. It was weird. She's she didn't feel like she was ahead of schedule. She yeah. felt like she was probably behind. But she, this phenom runner comes in with all these expectations in the world, runs well in those first two cross-national championships, but it's not like she was contending for the win. So yeah. once she finally got up there, and not, things got disrupted, she, COVID, she got hurt. But once she got second, you're like, well, okay, we're already to this point again. She's going to contend for titles. And then she got one. So it's she kind of has the best of both worlds. Like looking out of like she's got all the talent from of somebody who came in running all those amazing high school times, but the expectations I think 
were reset to a much more realistic place than they were with a lot of other big time high school runners. All right, last one, cross country wise. Good, I'm glad we're doing this. Who is more scared? Mm. Is BYU more? Who's more scared of who? Is BYU more scared of Stanford or is Stanford more scared of BYU? BYU should be well. Stanford's the favorite. So insofar as you're playing the expectations game there, you'd say Stanford's got to be a little more scared. I think BYU, I don't know what their expectations were going into the season, but it feels like they're... Their expectations were podium, and now it's like we can win. Yeah, so I think they're getting into 2019 range again. Yeah. Where they can be the... the Why not us? The sneaky underdog. Yeah, you're a couple big races away. Maybe big race Brandon shows up. Brandon Garnica, then I'm going to make that happen. Then you could pull off an upset. Whereas Stanford, it's more, hey, the target's been on our back all year. We have this amazing big three. Like, we we should win. And they, they've won, obviously, but it's been a bit since the Stanford men have won. And individually, as I've talked about, never had an individual team win. So I, I think I'll actually say Stanford uh, is probably more scared of BYU. Okay, now this is a segment that I thought of while you were giving me your response, and I think it's the best segment that I just came up with. Okay. It's called Trick or Treat. Okay, cool. And it's going to be rapid fire. Yeah. I'm going to say an event, and you're going to tell me whether that event for us in 2023 is going to be a treat, like it's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Or it's going to be a trick, and it's going to suck, and it's not going to be awesome. It's going to be like the men's 800. Wait, so it's – wait. No, no, no. Hold on. It can't be that bad. Otherwise, I would only put one event in that category. Okay, well, suck as in not. It's not going to live up to the expectation. Yeah, it's going to be. It's going to trick you. You think it's going to be great, but it's actually just going to yeah. be like an average race. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, it doesn't have to suck. It could just yeah, not yeah. a treat. Yeah. So is it a is it a treat race or is yeah. it going to be a trick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're talking about at the world level. Okay. Go All ahead. right. So we're going to start. Uh, we'll just start on the women's side. Yeah. And we'll just say trick or treat women's hundred. Treat with the names that are still involved in the event. I can't see it being boring. I'm going chair. trick. Well, unless people start retiring, there's I, no way it's going to be. I think. I think they're not going. I think it's going to be a little bit of a hangover moment, and I think that'll become a treat in 2024. Here's the thing, though. I know you wanted this rapid fire, and I'm not playing the game that way. It's fine, but you're really wrong on this one. You have people in that event that even if they don't run well it's a huge story because they've been running well or they're just really popular so i don't I, think it's gonna be a huge story if the winning time is like 10 7 5 yeah i think because i don't think any, they're gonna run that slow but even if they did then who who is the winner? or 10 6 9 uh, you just got time. a lot of stories there so i i say treat go ahead okay uh women's 200 I'm going to go treat again. I'm doing treat as well. Yeah, because, again, you got names. You have Jackson. You have Thomas. And there's a really good women. There's a good, good American story. You got Emboma coming back. It's yeah, good. Steiner. Yeah. Like, there's – it's the same thing with the – that's how I feel with the 100. You have the, the cast of characters there to support it. So I say I say treat on that. Uh, women's short hurdles. I mean, I would have said trick. Or not short hurdles, 100 hurdles. Yeah, I would have said trick, but then with Amusan doing what she did – and it was just so deep last year. I'm going to go treat again. I'm going trick. Okay. Uh, women's 400 flat. Oh, well, we don't – It dep- so I'm going to have to say, nah, see, I'm going to pick treat on all these. Right now I'll say trick because we just don't know how many races. I'm going to say trick as well. Run. Yeah. Women's 400 hurdles. 
Trick as well. Trick as we well. We just don't know. I'm going so trick. That's confusing. Yeah. Women's 800. Women's 800. So I think it's going to be a treat because either we're going to get one of those women to take off and start running like 154 or it's going to be a very competitive race or races in the Diamond League between Mo Hodgkinson, Mora, et cetera. So I'll say trick. A treat. I'm doing treat. Okay. I'm a treat. I think I think a thing's going to treat us. She's going to something to, special. Back to 155. Yeah. Uh, women's 1500. Women's 1500. I mean, a lot of this has to do with Kip Yegon. There's depth there, but not as deep as years past. There's just a lot of pressure on her, and she did so well last year. I'm going to go trick. Trick as well. I'm trick. Uh, women's steeple. Yeah, yeah. We need we need more. We need more going on. It's a trick. Yeah. Uh, combining women's five k and ten k. So five and ten. I think a lot of it depends on what embalmer. What um, maybe? I think a lot of it depends on what G'day decides to do after she runs a marathon. But then if you have Hassan coming back, this past year was kind of and Niansaba was kind of an eh year. So relative to last year, I'll say treat. But relative to you know three four years ago, trick. I'm saying trick as well. And then we're, we're going to do track or uh, running events, uh, marathon, women's marathon. Next year, I mean, treat. I think it's going to continue to be ridiculous. So, And I now say, we have the big eight or yeah, whatever. Big we're going seven. to treat as well. All right, time for men. Yeah. Uh, we'll, go, we'll go down. We're going to go downwards. Okay. So we start with the men's marathon. 2023, trick or treat? Probably trick. I got to see Kipchoge's schedule. I do. I need it. I need it sent to me. I'm going to treat. And then I'll need to know. And there's no other. I believe in Kipchoge. Who else are you excited to see besides Kipchoge? Kipchoge. It's just him. Yeah. So and I think we're going to see him. He's not going to do nothing. It's all his He's not going to take a whole year off. So I'm going to say treat. Okay. It's a treat until he retires. (laughs) Fair. I'll change my mind. You convince me. Yeah. Men's 5 and 10K. Trick. Trick, really? Yeah. I'm going treat. I think it's going to be good. Well, because you're going to give Grant Fisher athlete of the year next year, even if he gets third. So you're ready. You're already got that lined up. I I think it'll be fine. I don't think there'll be anything crazy spectacular about it. Does Jakob go for another double? I don't know. But Maybe not, it's a not, treat, I'm, I'm but it's like, a, it. it's like the – it's like a three musketeer. It's like – it's a good candy bar, but it's no Snickers. Yeah, it, I mean, I think it'll be... And it's not like it's Almond Joy. I think like, it's f- at least something that you can enjoy. Biggest problem. You say 5 and 10. There's barely any 10s anymore. Yeah. On the, on the 5,000 meter side of things, a lot of those pace diamond league races, you get into them, but it's not anything crazy over the top. So you're really looking at just a handful of races and you, with those... With I'm going those with guys. an average treat. It's not a trick. It's just an average treat. Okay, I'll go trick. Uh, steeple. <laughs> Trick. trick, yeah. Al Bacali's gonna like win worlds in nine oh nine or something like and run that, like four times. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm going trick as well. <laughs> Men's fifteen hundred. I think I'm gonna stay with treat because I think we have the well. possibility. Monaco didn't host the fifteen hundred last year. It was at a thousand for some reason. So we could get a fast one there. You got Jakob up there, but then you eventually Whiteman's gonna have to race him, and that's gonna be a treat, must watch. And then you got the other guys, the Kip Sangs, the Chariots, the Oliver Hors of the world. How great would it be if Whiteman's first race against Jakob, he beats him? 
Oh, it would be. Oh my goodness! And then he doesn't race All again this, this year. And then he doesn't race again. Yeah, He's yeah. like, he just goes one and zero every year. He's like, oh man, races him indoors. I would love that. That'd be awesome. Uh, men's eight hundred. Trick or treat. Now, if you're comparing it to last year, it has nowhere to go but up. But I'm gonna broaden my horizon a little bit. Maybe compare it to 2019. It's still, it's still a trick. I don't see any signs of improving. I know. I don't either. But I really want it to be a treat. Like, it's one of those things where, like, Everybody loves 800. It's so much this fun. This is like, there's that house. And you know, you're just not sure if, <laughs> if the parents are home. And they can have those full king-size candy bars. Okay. But the lights are, like, on, but not really on. It could be, like, just censored yeah. on. And you're not sure if it's an actually legit trick-or-treat house. Because it has potential. I think the 800 has great potential to be an It's my favorite event. I ran in, so that's why I love it as well. But, like, I want it to be a treat so bad, but I have to go with you. I think it's also going to be a trick. I think fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yeah. That's what's going to Yeah, where, who is the person who's going to step up and take command of the event? Or who are the two or three people that are going to battle back and forth throughout the year? Now, you can say, oh, yeah, parody, it's awesome. There's eight people who can win, but that's just – are they winning because – they're all awesome. Or are they win- winning because the the quality overall is just yeah. down where it was? So. I mean, you basically get the hope that someone goes out there and it's like, all right, I'm back to running 142. So you have that like the guy who makes the race honest, and then you have those Algeria guys who are like, yeah, where you have the awesome, the best kick. Yeah, career. Then, yeah. So, you, so you'd say, all right, can career continue and just be A-Rop, dominant? A Rob could get better. Yeah, and then the one wild card out there is Don Brazier. Yeah. But, you know, so yeah, I'm gonna go trick as well. All right, men's 400 hurdles. Well, I said this is one I was worried about, but Warholm looks healthy as of now. Right, Benjamin looks healthy as of now. Dos Santos looks healthy as of now. Dos Santos has never been better. I'm gonna go treat. I'm going to treat as well. I agree with you. I think it's gonna be a treat. Uh, men's 400 flat. Okay, so this depends on the health of Steven Gardner. If Gardner is 100% and we can get Norman versus Gardner, it's going to be good. Again, I think Norman, Norman still has a level up to go. I'm going to go. I think last year was so ho-hum. I think this year it changes. I think we get a treat this year in the men's four. I'm going trick. This will be a trick. I haven't liked the 400 in a long time. Well, ever since you lost money betting against Michael Norman, then I can see why you I did like. pay you for my – you did. Tell the people I he paid did. my debt. Yeah, he owed me $37 because he didn't think the women's high hurdles in the Diamond Final would run. 12, 37. Yeah, but you gave me $36.99 and not a penny more, but I accepted it. Yes, you accepted that. Um, and you will be thankful. No, I, I, the 400 has always kind of just, ever since I thought Nathan Allen would beat uh, <laughs> Michael Norman in college, I, I, have, I have, yeah, it's been downhill for since then. All right, so I'm going trick. Men's. 200 men's 200 i feel the same way about this event that i do about the women's sprints where you just have too many people in there for it not to be regardless of what the outcome is it's going to be noteworthy i guess you could say the most boring outcome would be lyle's wins in 19.5 but doesn't run a pr but i think the rest of the world is going to help create an awesome season around it too so i'll say treat i'm going to treat as well because i think it's me awesome i think lyle's is going to run Another PR. I think Kenny B is going to upset him. 
and win worlds. Yeah, the narrative you've created in your head is a very interesting season. If it comes close to that, it's going to be a treat. Yeah, and then did I say then Lyles wins in twenty twenty four, and then Knighton wins in twenty twenty five. Yeah, yeah. Um, men's one ten hurdles. Men's one ten hurdles. What is Grant Holloway going to do? What are we going to see from Grant Holloway? I think it's going to be a treat. I'm going for it. It's a treat. Because why? Because Holloway dominates or because the the Jamaican contingent there I think, battles with him and, and Trey yes. Cunningham comes up and Devin Allen comes back? I think Grant is gonna has realized over the past few years, like, this competition's good. Yeah, I'm an all-time great, but, like, I need to be perfect if I, if I want to continue winning. And I think it's going to push Grant to be even more focused because – like Trey coming in, the Jamaicans doing their thing, Devin Allen if he's back. Yeah. So I think that it's going to be a treat. What and I, I think want... it's going to be the field creating Holloway. It's like Holloway in the field working together to give us literally like a 10, like a three-foot Hershey's bar that you get at like the Hershey's Chocolate Museum. Yeah, you yeah. You buy yeah. like a whole yeah. big thing. That's what we're going to get. What I want to see though is multiple – Sub thirteen guys, yeah, throughout exactly. there because they have, have that. they have the potential between Broadbell and Parchment and Holloway and Cunningham and Allen. Well, I think we'll have five sub thirteen guys on the starting line. Sub thirteen in twenty twenty three on the starting line at Worlds. Yeah, and that in that case, it's a complete treat. But it would also be sort of the expanded version of what we got Holloway's last year in college, where. It was just him and Roberts, but it was two guys doing historic yeah. things. Now, if you get a group of five, right. and that year, when Holly got beat, you know what we were able to learn about him? You got we, that dog in him? We were able to see, hey. Got that dog. Grant got, got a loss. That, he got a gator in him, too. Yeah, he got a loss. How is he going to respond? And it turned out the x-rays did come back, and he did have a dog in him, and, and he, he went on to win Worlds. Yeah, got so, a gold in him, we'll too. We'll see. All right, men's 100 final event. Actually, there's one more after this. Uh, trick or treat. For the 2023 men's hundred, uh, I'm not as high on this one as you are. I'll say, I'll say trick. I'm going treat because I think Fred Curley is going to make it a treat. He's going to break the he's, world record. He's going to single handedly treat us. You hear that, Jamaica? You only have six months left to enjoy. You. I didn't say that. Yeah, I did not say that. You're saying that now. Yeah. You're, you're, I just think it's going to be a treat. Uh, and then uh, let's say relays in general. Relays in general. Well, there's I mean, no world relays, no world so relays. there's half the relays gone. I mean, including like college relays, like just like the DMR, indoor DMRs. I haven't forecasted out the indoor DMRs yet, so I will say all relays in general. Like, are treat. we going to talk about relays in a when do we way? ever really talk about? Re- we talk about the relays of, oh my gosh, baton drop. Sydney, yeah. Sydney, uh, split forty-seven nine. Felix split forty-seven seven. A baton drop. Why can't the U.S. get it right? Or Two teams collided in NCAA's. Like, that's what you talk about when you talk about relays. So, uh, sure. I'll be optimistic. I'll say treat. Treat. All right. Um, let's go to the chat real quick. Hold on, Kevin. That was a great segment. I just that was good. pulled out of my ass. What's right sad is that in three days, we thought of nothing. We were texting. <laughs> and just could not come up with a single idea. And then the most basic. I think we were thinking too big. We yeah. needed to just be real simple. Um, let me read through some of the, the comments here. All in the game says, don't forget about Omar McLeod. Back with his college coach. Um, He's not gonna. I'm, just, I'm re- not breaking thirteen. I'm reading the comments here. Uh, Elijah says, "I feel like Valby and Caitlin are gonna be the next Coburn and Simpson. They could both be Ooh. the great, uh, all-time great All-American women." Excuse me. Uh, AI Mello says he got that dog in him. So, someone who enjoyed the that's costume. right. 
Um, let's see. Some people asking for Gardner and Norman. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Nate says Fred just said he's in 42 shape right now. Do you really think he's going to think strategically about winning or getting a record? That man is crazy. Um, and then on the game says scared of Delilah never getting back to 51.5 shape. And then someone who said bowling, I believe this is bowling, he's moved over to the 400. Um, Johan Blake coming back into prime shape, scary. So, I mean, remember Blake had dropped that fast one last year? That was kind Johan of crazy. Blake was uh, training. I saw a tweet. He was training? Yeah, he's been pouring water on his face. Oh, well, I hope. I think they're all training. Uh, and then Nate says, quote, this is a Gordon quote, when you think of spooky, that means like scary, right? <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. You say the Nate, weird, you say weird things when you're podcasting. When you're podcasting, the words aren't normal conversation. No, I just think I didn't know if you were asking me. Did you want affirmation I don't know. I there? Just, did you did you want the definition of the word spooky? Because yes, scary word. I was trying to fill time to come up with the trick or treat segment. Uh, Jacobs will beat Fred. Just saying. Elijah asked any news on Randolph Ross. I haven't heard anything. Judson said, I want another Bolt dance video. Gordon, you sure really have dressed up as Bolt. I have a Jamaica oh, I, I have a shirt that's a Jamaican. I mean, I'm gonna keep this on do- my, this dog mentality oh. and the dog costume, and I'm gonna use it whenever I go to sporting events. I'll just have it. Well I'm keep like, it you keep it in the studio too, and we could do like a set like if someone is a dog that we yeah. use. Like, look, the we did the x-rays. The yeah. yeah Let's really, like, really, really overdo this meme yeah until it's not dead. cool let's, let's crying jordan meme it yeah, yeah that's what we're gonna do <laughs> that's it oh uh, no oh let's talk about speaking of kenny b who's winning the 2023 world 200 meter title he had a killer halloween costume oh yeah look at this look at this thing gladiator gladiator and viking queen also cool like camera shot there also like, how do they do that when you're a freak athlete you it's always makes sense to take advantage of your freak muscle fit figure and use it as part of your costume <laughs> and that's what he's doing as a viking like much respect is like because you can't you can't buy that costume you got to like train for years to be an elite athlete to have that type yeah, of yeah, costume yeah. so respect for kenny b the other one we saw bowerman track club sesame street so you got christian Schweizer, christian aragon um corny frerichs and elise cranny i like schweizer being the cookie monster because you just carry a Box of cookies around. And you're like the hit of the party. Yeah. Like, you want a hey, cookie? Yeah, you have yeah. a cookie? That's awesome. Can you tell me how to get how to get to are you, is your are you and your kids on a Sesame Street uh No, thing? they're probably my oldest is past that. Okay. So we might have missed the window on that one. We're just going straight into like video games at this point. Uh one more time in the chat. Only game says outside of Mondo and Sydney, most likely world records next season. Well we'll we'll have plenty of time to talk about that. Yeah. Um, Nate says the scariest thing would be another athlete dissing Gordon via music video. Yeah, I don't know if that would be scary. I mean, to me, that was funny. There's really no ill effects from that, right? No, I, I mean, mean, it didn't change your life at all. It, no, I wish I did. I, I thought I was going to get a phone call saying, hey, man, you want to be in the video? Be in the video, but yeah, yeah. I didn't. So, me and Bolt are not on speaking terms right now. I think we never were on speaking terms. <laughs> But right now, we're definitely not. I think if he saw you, though, he would say something. You say 24 what? Yeah. He would say something for sure. The problem is I don't know if he's ever going to see you. He will see if – I just know it will be great. I mean, it's not happening. But if Fred Curly were to break it this year, I would definitely read. Like, hey. Yeah, you'd retweet it. But I'm saying you, you never – you'd never get like I have a, met him. 
Well, once or twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you have a very recognizable face combined with the fact that he decided to turn you into a meme. Recognizable face? Yeah, people recognize you when they see you. Or maybe it's just the takes. Or maybe it's the, the voice. Is it the haircut? Definitely not the haircut. Uh, we can say that for sure. I, I think he would say something. He said something back in, was it, there was some famous, track famous thing in like 2017. One of the reporters asked him a quite, like, was kind of like, asked him a question after the rounds, and then he like remembered it in the final, like, Drew yeah. attention to it. So this that he made a video about, he certainly would have remembered it. I just, I mean, it'd be better if Bolt went as Gordon for things for Halloween. He goes me. He goes each other. <laughs> Twenty-four. What? Okay, that's it. We're back Wednesday. Talking New York City Marathon, and uh, we got another edition of Guess My PR. And we'll have the cross country rankings. We'll have the cross country rankings, and then on the sprint side of things, we'll have something. something. We will make sure to talk something sprint related. Something. Yeah, it'll be great. Love uh, you guys. Happy, Happy Hall- Halloween. Yes. Make sure you check your candy for razor blades and fentanyl. Don't say, stop, 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 stop. Be safe out there. Watch out for Actually, cars. that's the biggest thing. Don't get hit by a car. Yeah, be safe. It's not candy that can hurt you. It's, yeah. the, it's the cars. Yeah, if you got family and you're walking around or even if look you're just... Look both ways. Yeah, look both ways. Be safe. Dress up as a stop sign just to be super safe. Have fun. Because then no one will hit you. Have fun responsibly. And then we'll see you guys all on Wednesday. Thanks, Colt.